0: Hello authors, I'm Joanne Morell, children's and young adult fiction writer and author of Short Nonfiction for Authors. Thanks for joining me for the Hybrid Author Podcast, sharing interviews from industry professionals to help you board your career as a hybrid author, both independently and traditionally publishing your books. You can get the show notes for each episode and sign up for your free author pass over at the Hybrid Author website to discover your writing process, get tips on how to publish productively, and get comfortable promoting your books at www.hybridauthor.com.au. Let's crack on with the episode. Hello, authors. I hope you're all keeping well in whatever part of the world you reside and listen to the podcast in. It's the last episode of 2022, episode 55, and I think that's a good odd number to finish the podcasting year on. It's a loner sold for me today, reflecting on 2022 and what's to be in 2023. And I chat lessons learned, money earned, and what the words and focus are for me in both in my personal and professional life for next year. So, last week you would have heard the advertisement for Thorn Creative, who have come on board as the first sponsor of the Hybrid Author podcast. There will be more episodes next year sponsored by them, but if you did miss that episode, Thorn Creative did my author website and specialize in author websites, and they're just fantastic. If you're in the market for an author website or just a website in general, head on over to thorncreative.com.au and to see the kind of things that they create but for today if you love the podcast or any of the episodes has helped you further in your author career you can now pay it forward by buying me a coffee over at buymeacoffee.com slash the hybrid author or you can leave me a review on whatever platform you listen to the podcast on to help other writers like you discover the podcast let's all support each other So the recording of this episode is brought to you... From me in Manjimup, I'm on holiday with my family and I would like to have had all this done before, but it didn't quite work out that way. So I'm in my car on the side of a street recording into my phone. (laughs) So if uh, you can hear cars passing by or any kind of strange background noises, that's the reason why I'm not in my usual recording space or anything like that and uh, just with Christmas formatting my books and all sorts of stuff, you know, getting the podcast ready for January. Also, this recording, I thought, you know, I'll just do that while I'm down there. So here I am. So please excuse any any sort of uh, technical things or craziness. So to begin the episode in 2022, it has been a year of ups and downs in both my professional writing and personal spaces, as I'm sure that's been the case for many of you writers out there. Uh, if you're a regner- regular listener of the podcast, my goal is to become a fully flexible Hybrid author through independently publishing at this point my short non fiction books for authors and traditionally publishing my children's fiction. So, where I stand at this point, I have non fiction books and children's books, and I'm still trying to achieve that goal that has not been realised uh, this year. But reflecting back on what has been achieved and, and what hasn't was quite incredible. I have done a lot. <laughs> I have done a lot of stuff this year. And, you know, it, it's just insane. It's it's such a good practice to reflect just to see how much you have done, because sometimes you feel like you're just not doing enough or you're not getting ahead or whatever. But when you actually look back and see the amount of time, effort and, and things that you've put in, it's quite amazing. So I'm going to share that with you now in January The podcast was still fortnightly. I had started the sponsorship through Buy Me A Coffee and my author adventure updates at the beginning of the podcast episodes. I was in the middle of picking up doing the formats for my non-fiction books and uh, in our what was terrible at the start of this year was we lost one of our dear friends to suicide which was completely unexpected out of the blue and uh just absolutely heartbreaking so January was not wonderful in January as well usually for a lot of people they're yes it's a new year start the gym it's this it's all fresh goals and and things like that whereas for myself because it's school holidays in January generally I'm still on holiday with my children as I am now it's not quite 2023 but it's usually still just quite slow quite relaxed till I start get back into work and then when school kicks in in February that's when the focus comes around and it seems to be more uh the new year starts for me so I think also in January I entered the Australian Society of Authors mentorship program which was I put in my I think it was my popcorn girl junior fiction I can't remember I think that's all I had at that point into see if I could get a mentorship for free to see how the work could be made better. So in February, I ventured out into my local business station, uh, which I met some really nice women in business by attending some events. And uh, through these events, I, you know, I was really inspired chatting to other people in business and especially women, because as women, we obviously have a lot deal with a lot more other things, yeah. So it was just nice to sort of connect with other people in business, not so much authorship, but just business in general. And I ended up walking away with a a, a basket, a big basket, I'd won in a raffle, and seven hours free business consultancy, which I signed up for. And I began meeting with a business consultant, Kate, who you know she sort of advised me on and sat down with me and we talked about what my business goals were for the year and what I was going to work through. Now the main ones for me at the start of the year was having my two short non-fiction books for authors freelance writing quick tips for fast success and author fears and how to overcome them uploaded into stores in ebook, audio and print formats to sell. So that was the one that we were going to focus on. So In the month of February, the lessons learned was definitely, you know, attend other events outside of authorship and writing, because it just gives you a bigger perspective on on a lot more other aspects, which make up an author business, not just authorship. So go to business events, other interesting events that interest you that are, you know, out there, expand your creative mind and network by, you know, you'll expand these things by doing so. I felt talking through my goals with someone and what I wanted to achieve and creating and working to accountability worked so well for me. It's definitely how I work for sure. So in March, I learned I was not the winner of the Australian Society of Authors mentorship. And uh, that, that was a shame, but it also led me on to look at other things that the ASA... Uh, offered which I was quite involved with them this year the podcast hybrid author podcast hit number 20 in a compiled list of best writing podcasts and continued to gain traction I was still fortnightly at this time and I continued the work on the formats of my books and I was i Re recorded the audiobooks that I already had. So I guess narration wasn't the best. I was kind of new to it doing it and I re recorded it. In April, I submitted my uh, picture book that I had written, The Shouting Family, to the Squibby Slarican graphic novel and picture book competition. I felt, and around April, I think I felt in a bit of a bind between my hybrid author goals, writing fiction or non fiction at that point. Because, yeah, what comes around generally at the start of the year, I find I'm in the non fiction head zone and then as the I'm coming to the end of like the first half of the year it tends to go into the children's fiction because that's when competitions are either opening up or awards or opportunities and also there's a the squibby squibby west uh writers retreat that I've been going on for the last five years and that's usually June July so I have to start getting stuff ready for that usually so I think lessons learned in April when something doesn't go to plan you know stop and take stock of where you're at and what you're trying to achieve at that time does the st- same goals still relate to you from the beginning to where you are now and reflect even even then even a couple months in even monthly you should be reflecting i guess in may i plan to record the audio for author fears and how to overcome them so obviously i was going to re-record you know due to something unforeseen i i I can't remember what there was probably noise or workmen on the street or something that didn't happen so if many of you listen to the podcast you know i have a day job from you know the start of the week and then i have two days effectively during the week where the kids are at school and i have that time to work on my author business do my writing also the podcast is part of that which takes up a whole day and uh yeah so i have limited time to be able to record these things and i remember that getting pushed back and pushback back and pushback back at the start of the year so that all caused my goal of having the formats up and ready back it kept pushing that back so I also seemed to get a bit distracted around this time because there was a short story competition that came out called Australia's biggest yarn and the prize money they were offering was pretty big and started to think oh well you know I should should get involved in that and I I didn't start anything new I'm not really genuinely a short story writer although when I was in uni I had I did write a lot of short stories so I kind of started going through that looking at past works trying to dig something out for that so I feel like that kind of took me off track this was in May sorry this is this is the month of May things weren't really going to plan obviously couldn't do the recording for the audio got distracted by the short story competition I also caught COVID for two weeks that really took me out so I just think lessons learned in the month of May is uh, try not to be distracted by the new shiny thing that's out there you know short story competition as much as the big cash prize would be great and, and I should enter it. I, just short stories and it's not really my thing. So why was I heading over there? You know, try try not to get distracted. Look after your health that is number one. Allow for, you know, if these things happen, accept them, move on, they accept them for what they are. So in June, I I didn't you know, even though I was tinkering around with the short story, it needed more work. It needed this. I didn't make the the deadline for this Jerry's biggest yarn. Uh, I just ran out of time. I kind of changed the way I was scheduling things and doing things. So I think at the start of the year, it was just focus on one goal, get that done. And that was the formatting, then move on to the next thing. It was just focus on one thing, move on to the next thing. And I think I found that just... The way I work in my day job, I, I'm multiple across lots of different projects and I think at this point I felt like I needed to do a little bit of each thing of what I, I enjoyed and uh, it's okay to for things to change and for you to change with them. Nothing is set in stone here. There was uh, things in my day job as well in this month, picking up work through that and just being kind to myself, realising that sometimes life happens and that's more important things with family or day job or whatever at this stage of my life because i I'm not earning an author income from this business. Those things take precedent. Also, in the month of June, I had another meeting with business consultant Kate uh, about the formatting. Although I think it was around this time there was... It could have been that one, actually. She missed a a meeting and I was sort of waiting for her there. And it was from that missed meeting with her that I kind of went off track with the formatting because I was getting them ready, getting them ready, accountable to her. And it was really driving me forward. And then we had this missed meeting and it just sort of threw me well off track. But also, again, with the time of year coming around, the children's fiction had started to um, appear again. So in June also, I didn't... My my husband was off work with carpal tunnel, recovering from carpal tunnel surgery, or he might have had it at this point. So I couldn't go to the Squibby Retreat, which I normally go on. I'd been on that for five years. Uh, I did go to the WA Premier Book Awards with Cindy Lane, and that was a really good highlight for me. And then it just said still, still formatting, reviewing print books against audiobook plans to finish over the weekend. So... still still going there. But I think a lot of the formatting for me was picking it up, putting it down, getting lost again. Being unorganised with it, I guess, it was a bit of a process, which I will not go through again. And I think coming into July, I had a few more goals of putting myself out there and pitching more. So in July, I attended the literary, uh, sorry, the the Literature Centre's Storyteller Festival, which was held in Fremantle in Perth, Western Australia. And uh, I stood up and did a pitch in front of Fremantle Press and an audience and authors I know who, uh, so it was very daunting. I had dry mouth and, you know, everything like that. But the whole purpose was, it wasn't, it was to gain feedback and to get a bit more confident as well. So I took the feedback that I got from that pitch and I worked on it more, worked on my story, worked on the pitch more, worked on my story more. And uh, enjoyed. July I had a go of taking the podcast full time which I have to say was I've never looked back. I've managed to keep up momentum which is great. At this stage I was gearing up to pitch to the Australian Society of Authors the literary speed dating event. I was working hard on my junior fiction series The Caravan Kid and getting that ready and in this month also it seemed to be very busy. Lots was happening because I wrote about In my author adventure, sorry, spoke about feeling exhausted. And to say that if there is weeks that you're struggling with energy and time to create, just let it go productive days are on the horizon to say today I can't today today needs to be about this for me and recognize you need to rest recognize and release you will be okay it will all be okay so yeah I was obviously feeling a little bit burnt out there lessons learned in July it was chopping and changing between fiction and non-fiction it was mid-year and I started to feel spent with it all I seemed to uh, reassess goals on what I wanted to do mid-year and put myself out there so I think a lot of people do reassess goals mid-year and it is something you know I've said before, just earlier about revisiting goals monthly revisiting this and it's obviously to check you're on track with what you want to achieve and in August I learned that the picture book that I'd submitted into the Squibby Australia and New Zealand Larrikin Publishing House picture book and Graphic novel competition had been long listed, so that was a really wonderful surprise. I was really excited about that. I also received the literary speed dating results from the a s a speed pitch. I had not been successful with the agent, but the publisher, Claire from University of queens Claire Hume from University of Queensland Press had asked to see the manuscript, so I Started to get that, polish that up a bit more. Uh, So lots of writing happened in August and I sent that out. I also attended the Children's Book Council of Australia, well, Western Australia's book week opening dinner. Because that writing project had gone I started to think about what I wanted to work on next and I started to have because October was appearing and the deadline for a screen screen craft which are is an organization that has a lot of screenwriting competitions available. I've always looked at their competitions for years and I've always wanted to get a screenplay together to submit and because their horror month was approaching, I started and I've had a, an idea for a horror film Thing uh, for years as well. I thought, well, this this could be the time for this one to emerge. So in August, I was starting to think about that. I also in September, I had some downtime. The day job was full on. Kids' activities. They have a dance concert in September. It was just a lot, and I had been introduced to Thorn Creative, the sponsors of the Hybrid Author Podcast now, and. Yeah, I ended up going with them to start my website and I had to start getting the stuff through to them. I also, in September, received the first money, pay it forward into buymeacoffee.com. And I started to think about doing a webinar as well in October, but it was with school holidays. I was just overloading myself, I think, in October the I was still busy sending the website stuff through to thorn creative and I started to contemplate about 2023 and what I wanted to achieve and what I didn't want to drag into next year yeah with that and, and also the horror script I was doing work on that and I just started too late with that needed more time I missed the deadline for the script you know I sort of flunked out I didn't manage to do the webinar there was just too much on my plate and also because September was obviously like the dance concert with my children October came and I was trying to do all that didn't happen and then when it comes into November and December that's the really busy season for me birthdays Christmas school holidays it's insane so that was on the horizon I just wanted to start organizing beginning to get everything set up for me going into the new year which was to really mainly achieve the the goal at the start of the year which was the formatting goal just make sure everything was up to date on every other site but it can be hard obviously when you're one person and things still keep getting busier and... It's yeah, it's just crazy. So I'd written in October what I'm craving is wrapping everything up which needs to be done and setting up systems and positioning myself for a smoother working process next year and just being ahead of the game, not behind it. So I think that's a more reflection was sort of happening around this time. In November I attended the Squibby West 20th anniversary in Fremantle and I was announced as the new social media coordinator and newsletter editor for Squibby West. Now this is a organization I've been a part of for at least five or six years and uh, this volunteer role came around and I know how good an opportunity it is and it's also a chance for me to give back to this great organisation. So, you know, again, it's just piling more stuff on my plate though, but it's been, it's been really good so far doing it. Uh, I decided not to take in on any more writing projects in November. I, I had to start trying to organise myself for next year, which was really just getting everything up to date. Uh, the website went live, or The webs- my author website went live in November. Uh, so if you haven't actually checked it out yet, if you head on over to hybridauthor.com.au and I'm just super, I, I feel so professional having this and, and it's just a great place. To have have everything about what I've been doing and what you can buy from me and what off value I offer you all in the one place, so it's great. Uh, The uh, the Australian Society of Authors speed. Dating pitch. I was supposed to hear back from the publisher at the end of November. I started to sort of email her a couple of times prior to that, didn't hear much. And then on the third response, I did hear that I was unsuccessful, I was rejected, wasn't for their list right now. So I felt quite down about that and then, you know, started the submission process again for my children's fiction, which is trying to submit to, well, submitting to traditional publication publishers to get this work traditionally published. And I also in November, I appeared on the Writers of the Page podcast with Shinee Maripodi and a bunch of other podcasters in Australia. And it was as a guest was, was a great fun and it was really, really great. And I hope to do more of that next year. So in December, the month we're in now, it was me winding up trying to get the formats all done for those books. So effectively, I started the year with the formats and I ended the year with the formats and it took that long. So the ra- a roundup of reflections. Going through that whole thing there, I can tell I didn't take enough rest time for myself. That will be something in 2023 I will be scheduling and sticking to. I did put myself out there with pitching. You know, I did. I did definitely put myself out there, I think. I submitted and entered things and some worked and some didn't. I got sidetracked by big shiny cash prizes and other writing projects that just didn't really fit in with my flow, I suppose. But also on the whole, I feel not a whole lot of writing happened. There was one picture book and one junior fiction book. That's not heaps. That was a bit of an eye-opener. I lost three friends through the year, three male friends, all shy of their 40th birthdays, and uh, all through different things, cancer, suicide, and motorbike accident. Yeah, just generally, obviously, we we caught COVID like everybody else. My husband had carpal tunnel wrist surgery, so he he was off. There was... There was just a lot of things like that. And because of that, you know, our caravan trip holidays got cancelled. And it was really, there was a lot of sort of down in the personal life, uh, which was a shame. So, my lessons learned more yearly, monthly, and weekly realistic scheduling and time management for me. These are definitely key to stop me floundering and get distracted. And I'm actually listening to a really great. Book at the moment. It's called, I think it's called Life Admin Hacks, and I'm gonna have these people on the podcast. I hope because it's it's a fabulous book. Just getting more organized, I guess. I figured out a rough way in which I work to tackle a project up front, which helps. I need to have the characters fleshed out, their world built, the problems they face, and inevitably what they are going to solve before even writing a word. And I'm going to be adopting some new software to help me with that. And I've got a podcast episode coming up in January with the guys who've created this software. Uh, I'm looking forward to that, helping me organise my writing workflow. It took me almost a whole year to accomplish a goal, given it was a big goal of formatting my books. Um, I feel like you're so everyone's probably so sick of hearing about this goal, but you know, it took so long because I do everything myself bar the cover design and the editing. I format, I upload everywhere uh, onto the platforms and with the audiobooks and I now write them and effectively I've had six products I was trying to sort out issues Arose with the print versions. Oh, so many issues with the print versions—from uh, sizing to just the images not being right. Having to go through re-uploading them as a completely different product. I will do. A, I'm doing a podcast episode on this probably in the new year, so I'll go more into detail there. But there was things that had ticked where it was read from right to, <laughs> you know, right to left, and oh my gosh, I fell off track when I didn't have accountability with the business consultant and also the times of years and just time and life getting in the way. But I can now sort of say that I did achieve this goal. You can now buy freelance writing, quit tips for fast success from most online retailers in ebook format. It is also available in audiobook format. It is also available in print book format. I will, I haven't set it up through my website yet, but I will let you know when that happens in the new year. Author fears and how to overcome them ebook up everywhere, audiobook up everywhere and the print book I've still to upload because I I just have one image so but as far as I'm concerned it's done. (laughs) I achieved my formatting goals and I'm not dragging them into the new year with me. You are not going to hear me talking about having to achieve this goal anymore. I did it! (laughs) Yay for me! (laughs) So money earned in... 2022 from my, from my books was 0 because I haven't been selling any books so why would I be making any money I do make money from writing I have I'm a technical script writer by day so my writing does earn me a living but that's not the goal that the goals I'm trying to reach with my author business that's not counted What's to be in 2023? Goals for next year, not to put in a zero tax return for my author business. The last two years I've put in zero. Things have cost me money because I'm not selling anything. So I want to sell 10,000 books by the end of 2023. Sounds like a lot, but effectively I begin the year with six products and I want to end the year with another 12 products. Now these are formats. So another four books in three formats each. Now this is an independent independently published project, I am solely going to be sharing with my newsletter audience only. It's an experiment. It's something I've never done before. It's a genre I've never written in before, but I read widely and I've got many ideas and it's just something that really excites me. And that's what I want to focus on. I won't be talking about it on the podcast. It will be solely with my newsletter. So if you're keen to find out more about this top secret project, you can head on over to sign up for your free author pass at uh, hybridauthor.com.au and yep, sign up free author pass and this is where you're going to be getting this. If you can follow, of my author adventure with this top secret publishing project. They are. So in 2023, I want to write more. I want to submit more. With the children's fiction, I still want have the goal of being traditionally published. I'm not going to be really writing much children's fiction next year. I have been writing children's fiction since 2011. Children's and young adult fiction since 2011. I have written like five manuscripts and a couple of picture books. And I just want to focus on the stuff that I've got and put that forward for submission rather than creating more and creating more here because of this other top secret project that's where my most of my writing's going to lie and one non fiction book also with the podcast podcast is is been amazing in 2022 it continues to grow and thrive and I just thank you all so much for supporting the podcast sharing it with your friends reviewing it just generally keeping it going because although I get so much out of it inspirational just just oh it's so much it's it's effectively something that I'm giving back to you the writing community thank you so much the podcast will be joining YouTube next year. I plan to have by the end of next year, all sponsorship covering the costs. It costs me to host the podcast, you know, run the podcast in all the other places and create the podcast. It doesn't, sponsorship doesn't cover the time though that I spend in sourcing people and interviewing people and all the rest. So buymeacoffee.com sponsorship will still be going. So words for my author business next year are organisation. This year was focus and I felt I achieved that. But organisation is the key for me next year. And you've heard about, probably heard about me talk about a lot of that this year, getting organised more towards the end of the year. Organisation, I think, is going to be a game changer for me. Personal life, the words are love, myself and those around me harder. Just really, really squeezing people in my life. So there you have it, folks, a reflection on 2022. Lessons learned. It's been high, it's been low, it's been time to go. So I hope following my author adventure gives people some insight into, you know, hi- hybrid authorship, trying to in- write in different genres. Uh, I have an episode with Diane Wolfer coming up in the new year. That is actually next time on the Hybrid Author podcast. Diane Wolfer. She's writing cross uh gonna be talking to us about writing across different genres because she's been in the industry for many years and it's such a great interview. I love chatting to Diane and it couldn't come at a better time when I'm actually stepping into a different genre myself. So yeah, I just want to say a huge thank you so much to all the guests on the podcast. Bought everyone's book this year and that's what everyone got for Christmas or I bought it for myself, given back to the community. Thank you to the listeners. You know, I, I wouldn't have a conversation. I wouldn't... <sighs> just wouldn't have what I have without anybody actually listening to what I'm putting out there it would be quite sad if it was just me doing this and no one else was actually gaining anything in return so thank you so much I honestly appreciate it and I've got some great guests in 2023 we're all going to be learning a lot as we go and yeah I'd just love to hear about your writing goals for the future and all the rest so have an amazing happy new year when it comes and 2023 that's it from me happy new year that's the end for now authors i hope you're further forward in your author adventure after listening and i hope you'll listen next time remember to head on over to the hybrid author website at www.hybridauthor.com.au to get your free author pass it's bye for now